0: You're listening to Curated Podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And
1: me, John Young.
0: We talk about online privacy a lot. It can be very hard to extract information from the big tech mm-hmm. giants. You know, if you, if you if you lose a password to Gmail, good luck trying to get that yeah. back. You know, if you haven't got a backup source or a, a, a hint question or, you know, a backup email or some, other way, getting, device, yeah, yeah, yeah. some other way of getting around it. And and you lose your password, or you forget it, or something happens, then uh, it can be very very tricky to get it back. And that's because these companies got really really tight rules regarding privacy mm-hmm. and, and security as well. Just recently in Melbourne, a dentist. Has actually been helped by the federal court in unmasking a disgruntled customer who had been, you know, doing some negative reviews and some stuff which was kind of damaging to this guy's reputation.
1: Yeah, it, it hasn't got to the point where it's been technically overmas- unmasked, but it's at the point where the federal court is requesting that of Google at the moment. So this is it, it could lay the you know, the groundwork for for future reveals because look I've I've been to you know you do a search on Google Maps so you do your search for a business and when you find that business you tend to look at the reviews but particularly the negative reviews so if you you know open up a business and it has one review and that review is a one star negative review then you you tend to sort of absorb that and think well do I really want to do you know do i really want to work with this business or purchase or use their service whatever it happens to be and that's kind of what happened with this dentist a melbourne dentist so this person who goes by the the username cbsm23 they had left a review a one star a review on this dentist page mm-hmm. and there was no other reviews for this dentist so it was just one review one star and what that meant was that that one negative review meant that nobody else or other people that may have searched for this dentist decided well i don't think i this want where to you see that. those
0: google reviews yeah yeah so when you do the search you're actually seeing the review that's with right. your search results that's right so yes. it can be potentially quite damaging
1: and look i, I get asked to review certain places that are maybe i frequent uh so like you know you were here recently what did you think mm. and you can go in and you can put any star review now i have tended to find and I, you probably hopefully agree with me that people don't tend to review something unless it's either exceptionally good service or amazing service Mm. or bad service. And And it doesn't have to be that bad. It just has to be bad. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's right. And, and, and people are more motivated i think for to do it ne- to do upset. a negative review you yes. know i've i feel like a, and i want to damage them and i can do it i've got an online way of doing that whereas often if people have had a good experience they just tend to not be bothered you know because they've they've had a good experience and they want to move on they're doing something else
1: yes that's right and look i i think i've reviewed i reviewed one place a few years ago and i left i did leave a negative review because i had a very negative experience mm. uh but then probably about five months later i'm like look uh, I was, I was probably overreacting, so I ended up deleting that review. But I'm not suggesting that would have done much damage to the business because there was many reviews. There was probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of reviews on that business. And to
0: do a Google review that we're talking about, which is what this dentist was up against mm-hmm. um, and he's trying to tackle through the, uh, the, the federal court, um, you have to be logged in to... Google, you have to have a Google account with yeah. a with a with a username and and a password. That's to right, be able to submit that review, which a lot of people have got. I they mean, do. But if you've splen- got a Gmail account, then you've got one.
1: Yeah, but it's pretty pretty easy to fake. I mean, I don't didn't you have to submit up. any um, you know documentation to say who I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can create almost any name under the sun, mm. and so so the argument is that because of this negative review, it harmed the business, mm. and therefore Doctor Kebab went to the courts to seek uh, for you know you know Google to reveal the information so that because he'd unsuccessfully attempted to you know contact google and ask for the review to be removed because if the review was incorrectly added there are plenty of fake reviews whether they could be good or bad yep. and so in some cases I when mean, we see it here in news stories if if somebody has done something illegal or wrong uh, and it hits the the news then if they are connected to a business sometimes that business can get the negative reviews from people you know talking about well how how dare you do this even if the action from that person or persons have nothing to do with the business mm. they're just connected to their business mm. so in those cases uh, google will stop the reviews so and they may even delete reviews because they're not appropriate for that particular business mm. and all this doctor wanted to do was say well look i, I don't think it's right it should be removed or- and he,
0: he said just quoting him, he said i believe it's extremely unfair that people are allowed to anonymously attack honest hard-working small businesses um, and then I think through his lawyers, um, he uh, his lawyers uh, said uh, in regard to this particular case, a bad review can shut down a business these days because most people live and breathe online. Exactly. So there's that incredible influence and yep. power. And if you've just done a search for something and you see the review before you even, uh, you know, look at the detail of what the website is or what the the, the company profile is, that sort of stuff, you're being prejudiced from the outset by this negative review you've seen.
1: So where it's led to now is that Justice Bernard Murphy has compelled Google to turn over any um, identifying information, and that could be a name, a phone number, an IP address, location, metadata, and... Normally, what would happen is, or, or previously, what would happen is that order would go to the governing body here in Australia. And because we're part of the Hague Convention or the Hague Service Convention, that would then go across to America and go to the sort of the governing body over there and then be submitted to Google. But there's been a workaround which has allowed for sort of a direct from Australia, you know, from the courts directly to Google, uh, you know, with a registered post service. Yeah, yeah. Which it's. It doesn't mean as a 100% that it will allow this information to be handed over. Mm. Google has probably got a million different reasons why they wouldn't want to hand that information over. It could open up the, the can of worms for any review. And interviews. we've talked yeah.
0: about the right to be forgotten, which is where, you know, there was an example in Europe, I think in Germany, a guy who'd been a bankrupt mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and then he'd come out of bankruptcy. And if you did a search for him or for his name, which someone might, if they were vetting him for a future business deal mm-hmm. or something, or they wanted to... I don't know. Sign a contract with him, doing doing some online vetting. It came up that he'd been a bankrupt, and he sort of felt that you know enough was enough. Twenty years later, or whatever, he deserved to have a clean slate. And I think he also went through this process where yep. he kind of had to contact the big search engines and get get things changed.
1: So, look, I'm I'm hopeful for this doctor, but uh, I, I think the outcome is going to be not the one that they would like. Mm. I do think there could be better ways that reviews could be done to protect businesses mm-hmm. and along the lines of prove that you were a customer of this business. And that might be when you do the Google review, you have to upload a portion or the whole receipt for, as an example, um, that way it can show that you actually transacted with this business. Let's say for example that you don't like another business you could attack that business by employing a company to provide fake reviews mm. and so in those uh, situations well it's up if the other business is losing business because of these fake reviews that i see it should be where they can remove the the negative reviews they should be able to go to google and say these are not legitimate they're not customers they should be removed and so if there was a, a mechanism in place which could help to prove that you are a customer, then I would fully support that system and that would hopefully weed out a lot of this this rubbish that we do see online. I mean, it's it's not the majority reviews, but there are a portion which are, um, you know, people that have never used that particular company. Mm. It might be uh, because they've got, you know, a problem with the company itself or the competitor of some Absolutely. sort. You know. You're
0: trying to damage your competition. You're trying to move into a new area. You know, you know who the competition is it's very unethical and it is unfair if you can damage them by doing an anonymous and completely unfactually based review i mean that that's but it is it's a hard one to to police this and trying to get giant companies the likes of of google mm. and and uh, and similar facebook is another one to to actually respond to individual cases mm. of this sort of scale and size in australia yes. or elsewhere i mean imagine the scale of that problem, you know, that there could be a lot of people who feel very disgruntled by this sort of thing. And I mean, what, spokesman- happens if you, what happens if you use a VPN? Well,
1: you know? and that's what they're saying. I mean, if you're trying to hire with a VPN, then it's going to be pretty difficult to f- locate you. And mm. look, a spokesman from Google has come out and said that they don't comment on ongoing legal matters, mm. uh, which is unsurprising mm. uh, comment from them. Mm. So look, we'll we'll wait and see what happens. As I said, hopeful, but uh, not expecting uh, the outcome that they desire.
0: I wonder if that was a, a robo-generated response from google probably <laughs> you're listening to beyond, beyond
1: Infinity. Infinity. Infinity.